Countrywide on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by the Irish Farmers Journal, bringing 379,000 readers the latest farming news and the best of rural Ireland weekly. You would never know it from the banshees of Inishirin and all the nostalgic tourist images, but Ilan Aran at the mouth of Galway Bay are actually way ahead of the rest of us when it comes to renewable energy and facing up to climate change. An energy co-op for all three islands has been very adept at tapping into pilot projects and grants, and as a result, over two-thirds of houses have had some form of retrofitting, while businesses are also intent on harnessing the wind and the sun. Lorna Siggins took a trip into Anishmore, where Avril Nisharki the energy co-op's manager showed her how a century-old house has been converted to geothermal energy. It's a small cottage which is over 100 years old um, and the original part of the buildings are all stone built. So this, this means that they're very, very difficult to insulate and a lot more expensive to insulate than, say, cavity building, cavity walls and things like that. We have fully retrofitted this cottage. So we have installed underfloor heating throughout the house. We have provided external insulation and uh, attic insulation. And this means that the envelope of the house, the building, the walls, the windows, the the, um, the attic, are all maintaining the heat in the house and keeping the heat in the house, which means that it can use a heat pump very efficiently, be that an air-to-water heat pump or a geothermal heat pump. So it's lovely and toasty to walk on in the mornings. It is, absolutely, yeah. Your, your tiles are fabulous and warm instead of shivering when you step out of bed in the morning. It's fabulous. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, and, and they're very, very happy with it in this house as well, which is, which is great. Um, they're delighted with the system that's been installed. Avril, who is the very enthusiastic manager of the Island Energy Co-op, Corcoman, friend of Elon Aaron Cho, explains some of the challenges involved. So there are two options when you're looking at geothermal energy, which is energy stored in the ground in the form of, of heat. And the two options were to use either shallow um, slinky pipes in the which, are, which are very shallow in your garden or drilling a, a borehole. So here we went 137 metres below the ground to drill the borehole and you put in a, a heat exchanger. In this project we were looking at I suppose finding a very difficult case and proving that it can be done. And I think if you can prove that it can be done the boreholes we had to bring the rig all the way over from Spain believe it or not. Covid was a huge challenge. Uh, we're out on an island there's lots of different elements that were very very challenging in this project but we've proven that it can be done and if it can be done here then it can be done anywhere. We leave the geothermal project at Kilena on Inishmore and Dara Omwilia has offered me a lift in his Renault electric car. Dara is chair of the energy co-op and I asked him how it came about in the first place. So like the people of the three islands have always wanted to be self-sufficient because that's our background, that's our heritage. We were very self-sufficient in the past. But we didn't really take off as a group until we became a separate entity called the Corhoman Fwynif, the Energy Cooperative. And once we registered as a cooperative, I think just the timing was right because the SEAI had announced the pilot project, a pilot version of what became the Better Energy Community Scheme. And we had just formed our co-op when that pilot project was announced and so we, we applied for it and that got the whole thing rolling. So about how many houses are retrofitted now? I think out of the 500 houses on the three islands that are residential, I think about 300 of them now have had some retrofitting done, uh, whether it's just attic insulation, maybe in some cases, but in other cases it's a complete retrofit. They've, you know, fully insulated external wall, external walls, attic, maybe new windows and doors. Um, they might even have heat pumps and solar panels on the roof. They might have gone the whole hog. 
With lovely dogs in his garden where he has solar panels and plans for a wind turbine, Dara's own home in Monaster is an example of how the islands are moving towards energy independence. So this is Chuck Dara, is it? I didn't feed those dogs this morning. Anyway. So we're in your home in Monster and you're going to show me your panel. So I have here a number of panels. I have this one here which shows oh, me right. the amount of PV photovoltaic outside. I have two kilowatts of PV out in my garden. Okay. This other panel here is uh, telling me the amount of electricity I'm using in the house at the moment. So it's telling me I'm using 2.045 kilowatts of electricity at the moment. So this is an ergonometer. It's picking up signals from various uh, sensors I have placed or we have placed through the Respond program uh, on all the different utilities in the house. So there's a sensor on the washing machine outside in the shed. There's a sensor on the clothes dryer outside in the shed. There's a sensor on the dishwasher here. I can go to my laptop and I'll see all that information coming in onto it and it'll show it to me in graph form and various other forms. So that's the future, I think, for people. We'll all have to do that in the future. We'll have to get sensors that will tell us each thing in the house that's using energy, how much of it is being used at a particular time, and also what energy we're getting from maybe PV panels we have on our roofs or wherever they are. You'll need that information because you'll need to be uh, using your utilities at the best time to use them, and you need to be selling your, your energy to the mainland at the best time to get a price for it and so on. So you're going to need all that information in the future. So your electricity bills will be small, but you'll have a lot of capital expense to get all that stuff installed. That, that's where the issue is, I suppose. The cost of getting all these things installed, your PV panels, your battery storage, and so on, your wind turbine, whatever. So how many electric cars are there on the island now? Oh, there's now at least 20. They're increasing all the time. Right. And there's quite a variety of them now. We have a few Leafs, uh, we have a BMW, we have quite a few Renaults. So yeah, and we've even got a little electric minibus that holds, I think, six passengers that's used by glamping. Right. Yeah. So proportionately, that's a high percentage of the island population. Yeah, it is. If you, if you estimate there's about 200 cars on Inish more, so 20 would be 10%, which is quite high. Yeah. Our last stop on the Arran Island Renewable Energy Mystery Tour is at Onacht where Dave O'Halloran of Blotnamara explains to me how an island business has been harnessing the sun. Great, so yeah. these are your drying rooms? Yeah, so inside, yeah, we've got two drying rooms. They're each about um, eight by three and a half metres. Each one can dry about 400 kilos of seaweed over a 24-hour period. It's just a dehumidifier running with a lot of fans, a lot of air movement, drying at about 30 to 40 degrees. So because they're not using heating, they don't have a huge power use consumption, but it is still 10 or 12 kilowatts. So, and if it's running, as I say, 12 to 24 hours, it's, you know, the energy consumption is significant for the business. So how did the solar panels make a difference? Particularly with the rising energy prices at the moment, it's given us a lot of free drying, really. You know, it, it, the solar panels that we have on the roof can run one drying room when the sun is, is out. So it's got potential to, to reduce our consumption by up to a half at full capacity. You know, as you know, when the sun's out here, there's, there's no trees to form any shadow, there's no hills. So you can get the sun in the sky for a lot of the hours of the day. When the time comes that we have a smart meter and all of these things are come into place, we'll certainly have capacity to sell energy back into the grid or hopefully 
into some sort of smart grid system that Aaron could have where we could swap energy with people in the community. Aaron would be the perfect place to run a microgrid. I think it's a great opportunity to sh showcase that. Dave O'Halloran of Blochnamara, a hand-harvested edible seaweed business on Inishmore, ending Lorna Siggins' report. And I know Ilon Aaron is all about banshees, banshees, banshees at the moment, but I have to mention, I see that Hugh Linehan is writing in the uh, Irish Times this morning, that banshees of Inishirin will either match or break the record held since 1993 by In the Name of the Father of seven nominations for an Irish film. Seven nominations at the Academy Awards, if that was to come off. We will know that on is it Tuesday? Tuesday, yeah. That would really be quite the achievement, wouldn't it?